If you brought your Bibles this morning uh, and you want to turn to the book of Psalms, uh, chapter uh, 68, again, the 68th division uh, of the book of Psalms, if you want to turn there for just a moment, um, and actually if you want to mark that place and go back just a few chapters to the 63rd division of Psalms. Uh, those are the two places we want to uh, begin with this morning. Again, that's Psalm chapter 68, uh, and you can mark that place and uh, go back into the book of Psalm chapter uh, 63. Those are two places that uh, we feel compelled to begin with here this morning, and uh, we pray that God's Word would just uh, reach out and accomplish that which He would uh, have it to accomplish. <clears throat> Begin reading this morning from the first few verses of Psalm chapter 63. I came across uh, a person the other day that had made uh, the comment how that they had been saved for, uh, I can't remember the exact length of time, but it was like 11 or 13 years, and he found nobody else that had experienced what he experienced. Uh, and he was able to uh, gather around some people that believed like he believed and felt what he felt. And I can only imagine that for him... It was like a great outpouring uh, of an oasis right in the middle of the desert. Uh, when I say an oasis out in the middle of a desert, folks, I believe that in the middle of the most dry uh, situations we can find in our life, God can send the rain that we stand in need of. This morning, I, my title would be that of uh, Refreshing Showers. I don't know about you, but I want to ask you some very personal questions. Is there ever a time in your life when you need to be refreshed? Is there something that you've ever felt like you're just dry and you're barren? You may be here this morning and you're lost and you're as dry and barren as you can possibly be. Uh, folks, God loves you enough that He'll provide what you need. What would life be like if we were lost individuals without having what we need and that being the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, what would our life be like? What would it be like if you're here this morning and you're saved and you went through some dry and barren times in your life and God did not have what you stood in need of? From time to time, God reminds me that through the dry and the barrenness that He will send exactly those refreshing showers that I stood in need of. Uh, you know, this week as I was able to gather together, we were uh, there were several preachers that got together and we were having services and lessons and I, I got to feast on the things of God. And it was almost like a refreshing uh, shower that God sent to a, a, a dry soul like me. And that's, that's not attributed to anybody else. It's simply attributed to my own self. Folks, you can be standing right over a well and be dying of thirst. There could be people today that are right in the middle of a, of a great abundance of the goodness of God, but they still are dry and they're barren and they're in need of these refreshing showers that God can send in their life. If you're here this morning and I want you to know this, if God has something for you, He can do that. We want to read just a few verses from uh, David. <clears throat> when he was out in the wilderness of, uh, of Judah, it says... O God, Thou art my God. Early will I seek Thee, my soul thirsteth for Thee. We so often worry about what somebody else needs. But he said, my soul thirsteth for Thee. He says, my flesh longeth for Thee. In other words, I, I, he actually used the word that actually means he's about to faint. Is there anybody here, if I use that idea of lightheadedness, or maybe even just you're so weak and weary you feel like you're about to faint? I believe David got to a point, spiritually speaking, he said, Lord, I'm pretty weak right now and I need something. 
You know what I believe this morning is that God will send you a refreshing shower if you have a need here this day. He said, Lord, he said, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land. He said, there is no water or where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory so as I seen thee in thy sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Now turning over to the book of Psalms in the 68th division of Psalm. I don't know about any of you here, but I have a tendency to forget. As long as you got heat in your house, you have a tendency to forget how blessed you are to have a warm home. As long as your vehicles are running, you have a tendency to forget how blessed you are to have a vehicle and means of transportation to get to where you're going. As long as your knees don't hurt, your backs don't hurt, and you can walk in somewhere, you have a tendency not to forget those things. But here in the book of Psalms, in the 68th Psalm, David said this, skipping down to the ninth verse, Thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain. Folks, let me ask you something. If you ask God for something, do you believe God can grant it? Let me ask you this. If God, I want to, I want to make up a number just so you'll understand what I mean. If you ask God for a hundred, do you think He can say, "Well, all I've got's fifty"? And what I mean by that is, do you think that God can give you something but not enough, folks? I want to tell you what I believe in. God can go abundantly above what you ask of Him. If you ask of God, let's just understand a number of a hundred of something, and God can give you more than what it is you ask or what you stand in need of. Notice, I want to read this verse in its fullness. Thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. You know, I believe this morning that there's a lot of things that God has been accused of. And let me, let me clarify what I mean when I say that. God has been accused of a lot of things. And I believe of all the things that we accuse God of, uh, I believe God can very falsely or wrongly be accused of those things. Let me, let me read this to you again this morning. Bear with me for a minute this morning. Psalm 68 and verse 9. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain. I believe that not only does God care for us, I believe that God provides for us more than what we stand in need of. This morning, if every person were to come up this day and you were to say, God, these are my needs in my life, He's not going to say, well, I can only meet about 90% or 50%. Folks, God's going to meet everything that you stand in need of. For He said, Thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain. What we're reading this morning is about God and His gracious care that He had for the people of Israel as they were in the wilderness trying to endure the journey to the promised land. Let me ask you something. God's people are on a journey. Do you believe in that? We're not working to get to heaven. We're working because we're on our way to heaven. And as we journey through this life, do you think that God's people need to be strengthened? Absolutely. I don't believe we need to be saved. That's a different thing. But I do believe that there's times in our life when we need a refreshing shower. 
You know what? I prayed that God would open up heaven and send a revival. I understand it's not the third week of June, our normal traditional time of a revival. But I want you to know something, folks. We stand in need of a refreshing shower from God. I don't know about you, but sometimes I find myself getting dry and I find myself getting barren and I need God to do what He did here with David. He said, Thou didst send a plentiful rain. You know, the one thing that God was going to provide for the people of Israel on their journey was, through all their murmuring and all their complaining, He still blessed them. You know what, today, if I stop and I count my blessings versus my complaints, I have a great fear that the complaints are are outnumber my blessings. You know what, today, folks, our blessings ought to outnumber our complaints. What's right in our life should far outweigh what's wrong in our life. But you see, our nature, our human nature is to say, God, why have you put me in a desert? Not saying, God, why don't you send the rain in the desert? We complain about the situation instead of the overcomer of our situation. And that's what God's able to do for us. If you're here and lost this morning, I deeply believe God can save your soul. I don't care how dry and barren it may be to you. I don't care how, how, how much struggle there may be. God can provide. You see, when I think about dryness and I think about barrenness, you see, I think about a desert that is lacking something very important. You know what, today, if you're here this morning and you've never been saved, I believe we can all say from the very depth of our soul, you are lacking something very important. You're lacking a relationship with Jesus. But you know what, I even say this, if we're here and saved today and we're just kind of meandering through life and we'll grab God on Sunday morning for an hour or two and then we let Him go and we meander through life, folks, I believe that we have a need of a proper relationship with Jesus. That's exactly what we stand in need of. And David began to say here, is that God, you cared for me. You cared for me when I didn't even realize you cared for me. You loved me when I was unlovable. You provided when I couldn't provide. God, you were there for me. You know what I love about it this morning, this congregation and gathering of people? I have enough faith in God and belief in God that He can supply every one of your needs. He can send you that refreshing shower in your life that He sent there. You did send a plentiful rain. And folks, I believe that God not only cares for us, He cares for us more than we realize. He provides for us, and He provides for us more than we ever realize and even understand. And notice what God is telling the the people here of Israel. He said, uh, David said, Lord, thou, O God, did a sin, a plentiful rain. You know, I, when I begin to look at that word plentiful, it just means a, a voluntary rain. You know, God doesn't have to do anything. I want you to know to that, and you can write that down. You can tell your neighbors and your friends, God does not have to do anything. He does it willingly. Did you walk into church this morning? God did not have to allow you. You are not entitled with the strength to walk in here. God granted the to you. Do, you. do you sit down with, uh, with with food on your table and you thank God for the food that you've given? God did not have to give you food. That's the blessing that you have. Are you here this morning and saved by God's grace? Were you entitled that? Did, did, did you deserve to be saved? Folks, that is something that God has voluntarily 
given you. Are you here this morning and you're a member of the Lord's church? Were you entitled to that? Were you deserving of that? Or did God voluntarily allow those privileges? Folks, this morning I just want to shout the rooftop off saying, Thank you, Lord, that what you provided for me, you didn't have to provide, but you did. Lord, you didn't have to give me this day, but you did. Lord, you didn't have to give me this wonderful church, but you did. Lord, you didn't have to save my soul that night, but you did. Lord, you didn't have to give me my job and my family. You didn't have to give me all these blessings, but He's done these things. You know what? And when I stop and I count my blessings, I realize that God has sent me refreshing showers in my life when I needed it. I think about the times that I've sat together in heavenly places. God, you didn't have to bless us there uh, in, in church that day, but you did. You opened up heaven, you poured out your spirit upon us, and we enjoyed your goodness. Uh, you know what today? That's exactly what He means when He says God has given us a, as He said there, oh God did ascend a plentiful rain. Folks, I, you know, I, I have enough, enough my, my, my given name in this life, uh, I have understanding that I can obtain a reputation for maybe being a little bit tight sometimes. In other words, we try to cut corners. You know, we try to uh, give you a little cheap something here, or we try to get something maybe used there. And I, I understand that sometimes I might kind of be like that. But let me tell you something about God. God's not uh, cheap about things. God's not going to give you just something that's kind of just uh, mediocre. Folks, God's going to give you the very best. If you think Jesus Christ is mediocre, you need to search your heart. For folks, that's the very best that all of heaven and earth had to give. And God gave His only begotten Son, Jesus. And you know what? I believe this morning that we can find that there is a great refreshing shower that God has given us in His Son, Jesus. For it said here that, oh God, He says, did ascend a plentiful rain. You know what? God sent His people exactly what they needed and when they needed it. Uh, we may talk about this in a minute, but do you believe in the timing of God? Do you believe that God gives you what you need when you need it? Isn't it amazing how that God will send a testimony through a saint and it's exactly what you need exactly when you needed it? Isn't it amazing how God will take a preacher or something you may listen to on uh, the, the, the internet or something and God will give you the exact message that you need to hear at the right time, folks? Do not consider that a coincidence. Believe in it as a, as a providential hand of God that He has given you what you stand in need of. And you see here that it talks about how that go God, thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain. You know what, this morning I want to tell you something. I'm going to confess something to you. If I was to stand up this morning and say, God, thank you for sprinkling me with this and sprinkling me with that. Thank you, God, for giving me just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But notice what he said. Thou didst didn't send just a sprinkling upon my dry soul. He said, Thou, he said, O God, uh, did send a plentiful rain. You know what, this morning I can tell you, God has not sprinkled my life. He has poured out the blessings in my life. Sure, I want to talk about what we don't have. Sure, we want to talk about all the rough times we have in our life. And we all sometimes get to feeling sorry for ourselves. Instead of asking God for the strength to overcome them, we look at that. But aren't you glad today that God, right in the midst of the most dry, barren time in your life, that He's not going to just send you a little bit of water? He's going to pour out His blessings upon you? Is there anybody besides me this morning that wants to say, Thank you, God, that you did, much like you did David, much like you have me here he said, Oh God, thou did a sin, he said, a plentiful rain. You know, the, the limitations 
I guess you could say this morning, or not of what God was able to give the people, it's what the people were wanting to take from God. And I'm going to say that one more time. The limitations were not what God was giving the people, it's what the people were taking. You know what I believe this morning? I believe that God has plenty for you if you'll just take it. Sometimes we're worried about the excess baggage that goes along with taking something. Uh, folks, I'll tell you this, if God has it to offer, it's worth taking. If God has something to give you, it's worth you seeking after it and finding it. If you have something to give God, He's not going to come out on the better end of this. You're going to come out on the better end of this. Your life is what's going to be changed. And God is not going to be lessened. He's God. Aren't you glad this morning that you and I, that we can sit here and enjoy the blessings of God? For He said that God is able to provide these things. And now did ascend a plentiful rain. You know what? God is able to grant us what we stand in need of. For John chapter 10 and verse 10 uh, says this. Uh, he says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus himself said this, But I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. You know what it means to be abundant, don't you? That means over and above and exceeding beyond what you need. Let's put this in a very picturesque term here. Uh, you know what? You've got a cup and now God can overflow it. Is there anybody here today that's ever experienced the overflowing blessings of God? You know, we talk about the sprinklings of God or the light blessings that God can kind of pepper in, you might even say, in our life. Folks, God does not want us to give us just a little bit. I believe that God wants to pour out His blessings that we're reading about here in Psalm 68 where He says, Thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain. Aren't you glad today that God exceeds our expectations? We have expectations of, again, on a scale to 100, that, that, that we think that that's expectations. God's able to go above and beyond that. We're more than conquerors. We're not just victors. We're above and beyond that. Over and over and over again, the Scriptures talk about how we're beyond anything we can imagine. You know what? I can say this very, very uh, confidently this morning. It doesn't matter what your burdens are and what you bring to God. He can grant them. And I believe in God to that extend. I believe that if you're living in that dryness and in that barrenness, I believe that God can provide. He says, Oh God, thou didst send a plentiful rain. But let's go on to say right here, uh, I want to keep reading this. It says, Whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance. You know, it didn't mean that it wasn't there because when he says the word confirm there, he says, Thou didst confirm thine inheritance. That means not only was it established, uh, but it was also strengthened. That means two words. So you know what? There's two things that can happen. There's two th two kinds of people. There's lost people that need to establish their inheritance. And there's saved people that need to strengthen their inheritance. You know what? There's two kinds of people there. You're either lost this morning and you're in a drying and you need that established for you. Your eternal inheritance. Or you're here this morning and you've been saved and you've gotten dry and you need it strengthened again. You know what? This morning there is no shame in a child of God saying, I need strengthened. You know what? We think that that means that we're weak. And you know what? That's very scriptural that we become weak. It's very scriptural that God brings us down and we depend upon Him. It is very scriptural that we, we become humble before God. You know, our prideful world doesn't want that. They don't want to see you shedding tears or, or bowing your heads or, 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 or kneeling before God. They want you to handle this on your own. But you know what? It's okay for people to crumble and come to the foot of the cross. And they have a, a restrengthening or renewing of, of their treasures or their inheritance. But if you're here this morning and you're lost, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you needing to get that relationship established. For he says here, Whereabout thou didst confirm thine inheritance. 
You know, I believe it was very easy for these people of Israel as they were wandering through the wilderness to get discouraged. Let me ask you something. Does anybody here besides myself find it easy for the world to try to discourage you about all that's going on? You know what? I'll even listen to the children of God. Sometimes they get discouraging. You know, sometimes I want to say, where's the God that you serve? The God that I serve can change all of these things. The God that I serve is still in control, folks. I believe all within me uh, that He is still upon the throne today. He's not letting the world loose that, that, that He cannot control us. God is still there. And He still moves amongst us. He still stirs amongst us. And God still sends that refreshing shower that we stand in need of. And sometimes I'll get into the church service. Sometimes I'm driving down the road by myself. Sometimes I may be in my house. Sometimes I may be out running the streets. And you know what? God will just take a little shower and it will start pouring out upon me. And I don't have to stop and sit there in that cloud. I just keep running or I keep driving or I keep moving along. And that shower just goes right along with me. And you know what? I can enjoy the bountiful blessings of God. I am a rich man today. I have plentiful today. I have plentiful of what God has provided in my life. And I can be like the psalm that said here, Whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance. You know, I believe that what they realized was there was a strengthening of what God was able to provide for them. Their poverty, they were not poverty. Uh, they were rich. You know, poverty just means the things that you're lacking in your life. If you have God, what are you lacking today? If you have showers of blessings in your life, what are you lacking? Now, there's other things. Don't get me wrong. But we have, uh, as I heard it worded, uh, we serve the author and the finisher. He's an author. That means he creates. He's the one that writes uh, the story to our life. You know what? I, I, I see what God's written so far in my life, but I get a little excited thinking about what God's going to keep writing in my life. I'm anxious to see what God's going to write for you in your life. You know what? I thank God that from time to time his people get stirred up and they'll stand up and testify. They'll say, Preacher, let me tell you about a time when the blessings of God, uh, His showers begin to pour out upon me. Let me tell you about a time when God sent a refreshing shower in my life. Folks, God will do these things. And He says, Whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance. But I want to go into the last, uh, next part of this little verse there. He says, uh, He says, When it was weary. Not just so much of it, but it was a, a people that was weary. There is absolutely nothing wrong for us admitting that we are weak in our life. There's nothing wrong with a lost person saying that you're lost, you're weak, and you need God. In fact, I'll go as far as to say this. The only way you're ever going to get saved is to understand you need Christ. You have to have that understanding. You cannot do it alone. I cannot find the way alone. And that's true. Folks, you can't get saved on your own. You can't enter into heaven on your own. Uh, you can't serve God on your own. We need Him. And I believe that God desires to give us these blessings that we stand in need of. And He says, when it, talking about God's people, was weary. Is there anybody this morning that's ever just got just absolutely parched and dry? And I mean, I'm just parched. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll take some medicine that kind of dries you up during allergy season. And I mean, my mouth just gets as dry. And seems like your lips just want to stick together. You're so dry. Uh, and you know what? One of the first things I always want to do is just get a bottle of water and just drink it. Uh, why? Because I need some refreshing in my life. Spiritually speaking, I have to confess. There's times in my life when I've just gotten parched and I've gotten dry and I need a drink. And you know what God will do? He'll send somebody somewhere or something will happen. And it'll happen. 
happen in my life and all of a sudden I'm like the uh, the psalmist here says, Thou oh God did a sin a plentiful rain. Hey, you know what God when he sends that rain you know what it does? It encourages you. It lifts you up and it makes you want to keep going for him. And I believe that God has something in store for us. God in his timing will do these things. He says when it talking about God's people was weary. Do you believe that God can supply your needs? For let me turn over to the book of Philippians chapter 4 for just a minute. And I'm going to try to, uh, to, to move on along for, for just a minute. It's easy for us to stand up here and say, let's think about your inheritance that you're going to enjoy when you leave this world and go to heaven. And I think every child of God is going to say, Amen, I believe in a godly eternal inheritance. But I want to go a little bit further than that and ask you this. Do you think the blessings of God are reserved strictly for heaven? Or do you think we can enjoy them on this earth? Folks, we're not going to enjoy the fullness of the blessings of God on this earth. But we sure can understand an earnestness or maybe a small taste of it here. Folks, when God saved my soul, He gave me a little taste of what heaven's going to be like. When I get in a worship service and people start singing in the Spirit and people are praying in the Spirit and they begin to testify in the Spirit and all these things happen and they're preaching in the Spirit, you know what? That is God today reminding me that we get a little bit of heaven here on this earth. And you know what? From time to time, folks, we enjoy the blessings of God. Philippians 4th chapter the 19th verse says this, But my God shall supply all your needs according to uh, His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Notice what he said. But my God. You know what that happens? That comes from, from Paul talking about being saved. But my God shall supply. You know, when I think about shall, that's just, to me, that's just the most assured word that you can think of today. Folks, if God says he can do it, and God says he wants to do it, and God says he can do it, you know what I believe? I believe it can happen. I believe if God can supply your needs, if you're in a dry land, if you're in that place where you need a refreshing shower, God knows that. And he says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. You know, this, this is what you're reading here in Philippians in the fourth chapter. This is not saying that God can supply everybody else's but my own. He said he'll take care of yours and 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 yours. You know what I believe? God's going to take care of all of our needs. What I'm in need of may not be what you're in need of. I'm not going to judge you thinking you're a bad person because your needs are different than mine. All I know is this, is that there are needs in our life. There's needs. And whatever those needs are, he said, he shall supply them. Uh, and he says, <coughs> all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I want you to think about all that God has done for you. All that God has ever done for you. And I know in a short time, that's probably not a fair um, request to ask you. But think about all that God's done for you. And let me ask you, how easy is it for that list to get bigger and bigger and bigger? The blessings of God are multiplying and they're growing. And throughout these scriptures, it talks about how that, uh, that, that we talk about the riches of His grace and uh, the, the riches of His glory and His goodness and all these things. Uh, it says riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. But I thought of a verse found in the book of Romans in the 11th chapter. In the 11th chapter and the 33rd verse that said, Oh, the depth. Oh, 
the depth. I want to ask you to count your blessings in life. And I want to ask you about how many times that God has sent you a refreshing shower. How many of you can say what Paul said in Romans 11 and 33 and say, Oh, the depth. Folks, I want you to know something before these lights are off and you leave this place today. That I want to say, Oh, the depth. For God has blessed me with such an abundance of blessings in my life. God has not just sent me a sprinkle or a little uh, little uh, small taste of something in this life. He says that we read in our scripture there, Oh, that thou didst send a plentiful rain. He said, Oh, here, he said there in that, uh, Philippians 4 and 19, But my God shall supply your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know, today, I believe that God is able to supply our needs. I don't want to read all of it in its fullness. But I want you to see that, going back a little bit earlier there in the book of Philippians chapter 4, notice what he said in the fifth verse. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. He said, let people know what God has done for you. Be careful for nothing and everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. You don't have to tell the world, but you can tell God. He says, and when this happens, and the peace of God. Peace just means harmony with God. Folks, are you in harmony with God today? Which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Thirteenth verse says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Let me ask you this. What has God given you in your life? Let's maybe think about this a little bit differently this morning. If God has given you something, does God want you to keep those blessings? Or does He want you to share those with others? So in other words, if God puts something in our hand, we want to keep uh, keep all of it and give God part of it. The truth is, only a part of it is for us. The rest of it is for us to pass on. Folks, the blessings of God, don't keep them to yourself. You need to share them. A lot of times people think it's about money. God, whatever money comes into my hand, then, then I need to send a tithe out or I, I want to keep it all and send a part out or maybe we flip it around and we'll send out all of it and keep just a part. Whatever we want to do, it's not just a monetary means, but all the blessings that God has given you, are you sharing those with others? Folks, one of the greatest blessings that we can have in our life is sharing with others about all the times in our life that God has sent us a great shower when we were in our dry and barrenness. It's about a time in our life when God sent a refreshing shower to us when we were in our barren state that we were in. And here in this 19th verse of the book of uh, Philippians, he says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. David said in the Psalms 23 and verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Isn't it amazing? As long as you got God in your life, you really don't need anything else. 1 Timothy, I believe it is, 6 and 6. Godliness with contentment is great gain. You know, a lot of people aren't content with what God's given them. So it's almost like they want to hold on to more thinking it's going to get better, folks. It doesn't get any better than having a relationship with Jesus. The betterness comes in 
sharing Jesus with others. It's not that we're getting any more saved. We're not going to be any more saved. But it's the fact that God is sending us our refreshing showers in our life and He's supplying those things that we stand in need of. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And I'm going to close with this in just a minute. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And I want to read you the 10th verse. And all the people, Deuteronomy 28 and 10, of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. Not everybody sees him, but there's coming a day they will. And they shall be afraid of thee. He says, during all the fear that the people has. Listen to this 11th verse. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Folks, if you stand up this day and you say God's given me just a little bit. I'll say then God's given you enough. <laughs> because if God's giving it to you, that's all you need. Is there anybody besides me this morning that wants to stand up and publicly say, Thank you, God, that you have given me plenteous in goods. In the fruit He said of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore in thy fathers to give thee. Notice what He said, The Lord shall open to thee His good treasure. You know what that the word treasure means? It's a storehouse. It's a storehouse of God. You know what, today, if you, sometimes we go shopping for you stuff. And you know what, I'm okay with that. But you know what, there's a difference in going and, and taking something that belonged to somebody else versus God saying, you know what, I've got something that's in my storehouse. I've got something that belongs to me and I want to share it with you. You know what, today, I thank God for people in this life that will share, they will give you the shirt off their back. They will give you a vehicle to drive. They'll give you money to pay for your gas. They'll do a lot of things. But you know what, I love it is when God opens up the storehouse and he says, Scott, this is for you. Are you hungry today? He said, why don't you come to my storehouse? Are you living in a dry and barren land? He said, let me send you the rain. Are you discouraged? He said, come into my storehouse. I've got something and it's just for you. You go in the store, they got them from small, medium, large, and they got all kinds of sizes in there because they want to meet your needs. You know what? Today, God has exactly what you need in his storehouse. And he said, the Lord shall open to thee his good treasure. Aren't you glad today that God opens it up? That's not the end of that verse. But it says, The heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season. Uh, folks, today I thank God that in his timing, he lets us get dry. In his timing, he lets us get to that place where we need that refreshing shower. And then when we finally get humbled and we get crumbled, I'll even say, we start turning to God and he sends the storehouse. He sends the rain, it said, unto thy land in the season. And to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations. And thou shalt not borrow. You know I'm not going to stand up here and lie to you. And say sometimes Lord. We want to see more things happen. You know we want to see God's people stirred more. Sure we want to see more people saved. But you know what I'm, I'm understanding is. That when God sees fit. He's going to up the storehouse. I never want to get ahead of God. Saying you know what God. We're so hungry to people, see people saved. Uh, we, we're, going to, we're going to deceive them. And you know what today folks. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let God do it. But you know what? When God opens up the storehouse and those blessings come from God, folks, we have revivals. We have a glorious time. And you know what? That's when we just step back and we sit and we marvel saying, God, that's you. God, that's you today. Uh, this morning I, I, I ask you, are you living in that dry time? Are you living in a time where you need those refreshing showers uh, that, that we've read about to you today? If you are in need of those refreshing flowers, 
The psalmist said, Thou, O God, did ascend a plentiful rain, where thou, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. What are your needs this morning? God can supply them. And I believe that God can supply them like nothing in this world can. God bless us to each and every one of you here this day. I want us to get us a song.